0: This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. We've all heard of Warm Springs Geovisions, but what exactly does the tribal-owned enterprise do? GeoVisions is not a government agency, but rather a private sector enterprise wholly owned by the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs, dedicated to the protection and preservation of natural and cultural resources for future generations. The GeoVisions team is made up of archaeologists, investigators, oral history specialists, and other support staff. Eve DeWan joined the team at GeoVisions as a principal investigator in 2020 and has over 10 years of experience as an archaeologist working on projects throughout Europe, the Caribbean and the United States, including four years right here in Oregon.
1: So when we get a contract, a new project, I am responsible for doing a background review of the area that we're studying, so looking into historic records to see what was in the area that might not be there anymore. Um, And then we organize a field crew, and I will lead them in the field to do a survey of the area. Um, Sometimes we will dig test pits, and then depending on what we find, I'll write up a report afterwards for the client um, with our recommendations of whether the project uh, is going to have an adverse effect, a negative impact on any culturally sensitive landscapes or resources, or if it can continue as planned, or if there are some mitigative measures that are needed. So that's just a, another way of saying some, plan, some things that they might need to change in the plan to avoid uh, damaging any, anything that we have identified. And
0: who are some typical clients uh, that come through here?
1: We work with a lot of government agencies because there are a lot of state and federal laws that require uh, cultural services to be done before a project. So we'll work with the Department of Transportation, uh, Fish and Wildlife, Forest Service, also the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, Um, power companies like PGE or uh, BPA so it's a whole host of um, different agencies that are involved which is why I like it because we get to do a whole variety of work.
0: Okay do other um, like other agencies recruit you folks from here because of the work you do?
1: I think a lot of uh, agencies like to work with us because we are tribally owned so we have you know awareness of the importance of oral histories as a body of knowledge that can inform us about the places we study and a lot of companies um, aren't necessarily recognizing the importance of that wisdom. I think we try to have a holistic approach to our our work that involves, you know, a lot of native plant identification and thinking about um, landscapes and ecological resources as things that are worthy of protecting just as much as an archaeological site might be.
0: Like other businesses, GeoVisions offers a wide range of services to clients and organizations throughout the Pacific Northwest and Intermountain West regions of the United States. I spoke with Bridget McConville, who talked about her role as a tribal anthropologist.
2: We spend time with elders and gather cultural information about their life history. Specifically, we can talk about a project that we're working on right now. It's a BPA project. We create a list of elders that might have information, write them a letter, ask them to come in and talk about it, and then arrange field trips for them to refresh their memories of their family history, and then we interview them. It's a great time because things that they didn't remember or didn't think about come up when they're on the field trip, and they can converse with each other and see landscape, and it's a great time. Right now, they're currently for land management activity, so specifically this is a BPA right-of-way project for their power line. And we're sharing the information that pertains to something that might go into Senate Bill 13, you know, some history lesson for the youth. The projects are specifically based for whoever uh, contracted us to do the work, so this one's for the BPA a report will be written with pertinent information that they thought we might have and then all the names are left out all sensitive information is left out but information about gathering areas and travel ways, you know, camping, living, fishing, hunting, that's all shared with them. It's important because with our treaty of 1855 we have specific rights that we retain, one being the seeded area, which is the 10 million acres that we're allowed to continue to travel through and to and gather and forage and, you know, everything that entails what we are as Native people. i just like to say that GeoVisions is a great group of people to work with and we're always having a good time and doing something fun and different every day, so it's a great place to work.
0: GeoVisions, Incorporated is a tribally owned environmental management and compliance firm that provides high-quality cultural surveys and assessments and ethnographic and oral history studies. The department works closely with the Warm Springs Branch of Natural Resources and other outside agencies to provide holistically informed environmental management and compliance products. Roberta Kirk is the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act coordinator for Geovisions. She says she enjoys working with NAGPRA as it is fulfilling to her to bring ancestral remains back from universities or federal agencies so they can once again be at peace.
3: Hi, my name is Roberta Kirk and I'm the NAGPRA specialist. Uh, NAGPRA is a Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act and I uh, work with uh, looking for our ancestral remains and and bringing them back to Warm Springs and so that they could be reburied not necessarily right here at Warm Springs but along the Columbia River or near as close to where they come had been removed from anything that came from our uh, seeded lands or aboriginal lands or a custom lands, any, anything that affects Warm Springs, then uh, Warm Springs would be notified. Yeah. Okay.
0: And what's some of the oldest uh, like artifacts that you can remember being found?
3: I believe that those would probably have been from along the Columbia River there on one of our burial islands. And, and I don't know the dates or anything, but it, they, we brought a lot back from one of the museums in New York City and Peabody Yale Museum. And uh, they had some really uh, really intricate carvings that kind of looked like she who watches, so it was a, um, amongst that style
0: and and when you do uh, find those things, is there like a ceremonial like process to it all to like say you find the remains of an ancestor what happens then
3: well the the project if, if it 's during some kind of a project uh, and ancestors are found then that project is stopped and the tribe is notified and then they decide to, um, what they're going to do, if they're going to move the project further over so it doesn't disturb the ancestors, but yeah there's a small little um, ceremony usually to, so they can go back and be at peace, but usually we say that the ancestors don't uh, already had their um, their burial ceremony, so this is a reburial ceremony, and and it's really briefed, mainly so that they could just go back and be at peace. I think it's very important, I think it's a, it's a civil rights kind of thing for our ancestral remains, because who else is going to speak for them? They can't speak, and so we I have to be the one to... Um, Go and, and look for them and find them and, and um, sometimes fight with other tribes or anyone to to um, bring them back, and so and and then to um, to f- locate a place for them to buried it, It's very important. It's important for our ancestors and so that they can finally be at peace. And it's also important for our people so that our people can have some kind of closure as well. Because I I think that this is another part of the uh, trauma that our people face, uh, seeing that our ancestors have been removed and taken away like we're just objects and not people.
0: Roberta is currently working with review and compliance so she can be aware of any projects that may be developed on tribal lands, ceded lands, or usual and accustomed lands. The World Springs Geovisions team is made up of archaeologists, investigators, oral history specialists, and other support staff. An archaeologist is a person who studies human history and prehistory through the excavation of sites and the analysis of artifacts and other physical remains. Lyndon Hilton is a principal investigator and archaeologist for Geovisions. He joined the team in 2006 and is a specialist in Section 106, which requires federal agencies to consider the effects on historic properties of projects they carry out, assist, fund, permit, license, or approve throughout the country. He talks about his role at Warm Springs Geovisions.
4: Um, my name's Lyndon Hilton, I've been here for about 16 years now and what I do has changed a lot over the years. We would work projects where um, there's going to be some impacts, it could be a highway project or logging or whatever and we'd go in and record cultural sites and um, usually we'd flag them off and they'd be protected but um, we still do a lot of that, Our our company, but What I personally do these days is, um, most of my projects are on the Columbia River, and my reports go to the Army Corps of Engineers and the Bonneville Power. And my work is based on recommendations Juan Pakuku has made, and that's the um, river tribes, like the Umatilla and Warm Springs and Yakima. And we take care of um, we monitor cultural sites that are already recorded on the river, and we'd be looking for things like looting, of course, um, but also other impacts, maybe unintended re- impacts through recreation, and um, and so we make recommendations on these properties, to protect them. What's also changed is it all used to be just about the archaeology. But now we're also looking at um, how it's still being used. You know, when we may have a fishing site. It's been used for thousands of years. And so I do these um, Hyprosets studies. It's an acronym. It's Historic Properties of Religious and Cultural Significance to the Tribes. It's a mouthful. That's why we say Hyprosets. Um But these are where we'll, we'll do these oral interviews with tribal members and we're trying to find out if a property is important. It doesn't even have to have archaeological remains on it. Maybe something important happened there. Maybe something important is still happening there. Maybe it's been used traditionally for thousands of years. And so we make recommendations based on these recommendations we get from tribal members about special properties for to the tribes.
0: GeoVisions offers a wide range of services to clients and organizations throughout the Pacific Northwest and the Intermountain West regions of the United States. The staff at GeoVisions works diligently to preserve and protect natural and cultural resources for future generations. Part of what the staff at GeoVisions does is the- the tedious task of transcribing oral histories of elder tribal members. Emma Smith is one of the oral history technicians for the GeoVisions team.
5: I transcribe oral history that's really important that the tribal members really need to know where we came from our ancestors. What they did, how how they did it, what they knew, what we still know, and what we can still practice today. So it's very important information for the um, history of our tribe, all three tribes, because we're all river Indians. When I worked with them previously, we had stories uh, that were on cassettes. You know, the real old-fashioned technology, and. Um, Today and recently, before they moved over here, we used to use Apple and they'd record them and they'd be right on the laptop. So we could record and transcribe, you know, with the foot pedal, slow, fast, however. So it's today's history and they're kind of going through the age groups where I think maybe there's people in the 70s, age 70 group. Uh, have in- passed down information so a lot of our elders have gone on you know that uh, this in history they j- just want to record you know to keep for our uh, upcoming youth and our upcoming generations it's important because well first of all People always say you need to know where you came from, right? And I would be very sad if I was a non-Indian that, you know, a lot of the people out there in the world, they don't have relations and they don't have stories and they don't, you know, have a connection to their ancestors and they have to go into books and stuff, you know. And it's like recently we've had some interviews where the interviewers saying, yeah, we need to record all this how they do do the roots and the berries and stuff like that because maybe a couple of decades from now or something, no one's not going to know how to be be an Indian, is what they called it. But, you know, there's two sides of coin to that, that you can be an educated Indian or you can be a traditional Indian. And I think that everybody needs to realize everybody has their purpose where if you want to be educated or if you want to be traditional.
0: Dedicated to the cultural and environmental compliance needs of the Pacific Northwest, the work at Geovisions is important for the preservation of historical and archaeological data, ensuring that future generations can learn about their history. Find out more on their website, wsgeovisions.com. Thanks for listening to the Warm Springs Program. For KWSO, I'm Will Robbins.